so many things an entrepreneur a public speaker translation compeer and a lifestyle writer but at my very core i am a tibetan but if you ask me what tibet its people and the culture is like then i must honestly say that i have never been to tibet and i'm sure i'm not the only one if you've never been to tibet either and this podcast is for you. Hello, Tasha Delay and welcome. I am so happy that you're here with me again. I just realized that we're in the month of March, which means it's already been 3 months since the new year. And I want to really know how your resolutions are going. I'm sure You know, um, on Jan first, you must have made your resolutions, right? To be healthy, to eat right, to exercise, and all that. Just want to ask you, how is your diet going? Because after listening to this episode, I'm quite sure you would want to cheat on your diet a little bit. What say? Well, we're talking about food today, and more specifically, so about. Tibetan food. I am truly excited to take you through what our cuisine looks like. The most known or popular Tibetan food, which I am confident you know, is momo. And who doesn't love momos? I mean, just the aroma of it is irresistible. I don't know from which part of the world you're listening to me right now. If you've ever tasted momos, then you know that they are surreal. In Tibetan culture, we don't eat this every day. It's mostly like a special weekend delicacy and maybe we'll have it when we get together with family or friends or even during festivals. This dish is inextricably a part of our culture. Especially during a new year, family and friends, we sit together to make momos. Within the group, the chores are distributed. Like for example, one minces the onions with salt, so that's the seasoning we have. The other prepares the dough, while the other individual flattens and shapes the dough, creating the desired dough skin for the filling. The filling could be vegetarian or non-vegetarian, and the dough could be of either refined wheat flour or whole wheat flour. and after the filling it is steamed and then voila they're ready there is a saying we have for momos the juicier the momos the better the juice factor is very crucial for us we believe juicy momos are the best ones and then of course to dip in it is a sauce we call sibe Sibe is a hot sauce made with red chilies, garlic, and tomatoes. 
In Tibetan restaurants and also at our homes, we typically have our momos with、uh, either chicken broth or soup because it adds on to the rich flavor of this dish.、Uh, there's another dish called sampa, which、uh, you may not know. Many of you may not know, and、uh, it may not be the most popular、uh, Tibetan dish in the world, but it is the staple、uh, food of our people. If you have never tried sampa, I highly, highly recommend that you try it at least for once. Okay, what is sampa?、Uh, sampa is、uh, made up of barley flour, and we eat sampa in different ways. For example, we have、uh, sampa balls. We make the ball right, and the ball is、uh, made with、uh, barley flour,、uh, tea, butter, and sugar.、Um, and this is sampa balls. Now there is another、uh, thing that we make out of these sampa that is the barley flour. It is known as chamdu. Chamdu is almost the same thing as the sampa balls, but in liquid or、uh, you can say porridge-like consistency. So sampa is also used in religious ceremonies and is very auspicious to us, because back in Tibet. A、uh, tampa is what helped Tibetans keep warm in high altitudes. We also have tampa with our traditional butter tea called cha pija. Cha pija is prepared with milk, butter, salt, and tea leaves. The tea is not meant to be very strong or caffeinated. It's not something we like. The subtle flavor is what we give importance to. It is rich and creamy and relaxing. And then we have soupy noodles called thukpa. Thukpas again can be of different types. We have、uh, thin thuk, mothuk, de thuk, gutuk, zamthuk, and many more. I know this, these are too many thuks when you when you、uh, you know hear their names for the first time. Can be a little bit too confusing, but I'm here for you. No worries. Thentuk is a hand-pulled noodle soup made with wheat flour dough, mutton, chicken, yak meat, along with other vegetables, and it is usually a homemade dish、uh, that we enjoy, especially at night or during winters. Whenever I feel low, thentuk is something that I definitely vouch for because it is so calming. And believe me, the kind of sleep that I get after having thentuk is the best. It's priceless. Moktuk, on the other hand, is momo with soup. So basically, it is a dumpling soup. Whereas dethuk is a rice soup, which has mutton or sheep stock with rice along with different vegetables. And gutuk is a noodle soup. That has nine different types of ingredients like vegetable and beans, and、uh, this noodle, this noodle soup that is gutuk, is usually made、uh, two days before our New Year. That is Losar. The word gu means nine. It's a numerical nine in Tibetan, and thuk means noodle. So I think now you know what gutuk means. Finally, we have、uh, zamtuk, which is again a noodle soup, but it has. Roasted barley flour with sheep stock and Tibetan cheese. We call our cheese chura. So, wouldn't you like to try all of these different varieties of Tibetan noodles? There is one thing though that I really want to tell you. 
Even though authentic Tibetan restaurants do serve the best of our cuisine, I would still highly recommend that if you want to really experience our food, please have a meal with a Tibetan family at their home. Oh wait, how can we forget Palip, Shepalip, Tingmo, and Lapeng? These are incredible Tibetan dishes. <laughs> They're literally um, an expression of who we are. So palip is our bread, which goes with almost everything, whether it is with eggs, sauce, any kind of broth. And uh, as I'm speaking about our cuisine, this is really funny. Um, and more specifically, so as I am speaking about palip, uh, I recall, uh, I recollect an incident that I want to share with you. My friend once told me that, uh, you know, she had never had Tibetan food and, and she would like to experience her cuisine. So I told her, why don't you join in for breakfast with us tomorrow at our home? Let's eat together. She was like, um, well, Tencent, that sounds great, but what are we having for breakfast tomorrow? And uh, I replied that, uh, you know, uh, for breakfast we have uh, palip, which is our Tibetan bread, with eggs. Um, and uh, she jokingly said, oh, do remember Tenzin to uh, prepare extra palips because my appetite is quite big. And uh, the next day, when she saw the size of uh, our palip, she goes, I take my words back, I swear. Palips are so thick and filling for someone who uh, didn't grow up eating them. So <laughs> she gave up after eating one palip. That day, I realized that we Tibetans have huge appetites and we eat in large proportions. This may be primarily because of where we come from originally, that is the Himalayas. Uh, maybe it's our genetics, but comparatively, I feel that our appetites have dropped after moving into different countries because uh, one cannot digest such heavy meals if the weather isn't suitable, right? Okay, let's talk about shapalib. Shapalib is a fried bread with a filling of seasoned meat and vegetables. This is another yummilicious dish that most of us thoroughly enjoy. This dish is also enjoyed with sipping. Sibe, do you remember I mentioned about the hot sauce? Sibe, earlier in this episode? Yes, it's the same thing. And when it comes to um, tingmo, what is tingmo? Tingmo is a steamed bun uh, and it almost goes with everything. It goes with uh, Tibetan pingsha, which we'll be talking about moving further in our upcoming episodes. Uh, and many other Tibetan dishes. Tingmo is absolutely fantastic. And um, talking about street food, well, Laping is our hero. We love Laping. It is made with mung bean or wheat flour and is served with sauce made with garlic water, soy sauce, red chili paste, sesame oil, and salt. It looks like a jelly noodle and is eaten with chopsticks or wooden toothpicks. Toothpicks. Yes, it's that street food. There are many other dishes that we'll be talking about in the episodes to come. And I also, also may go on a hunt to find authentic Tibetan cuisine here in India. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I cannot wait to meet you here again. Until then, ciao.
If you like this episode, then please give me a shout out by mentioning me in your Instagram stories and posts. My Instagram handle is tenzin.chidun.24. That is T-E-N-Z-I-N dot C-H-O-D-O-N dot 24. You can also DM me if you have any questions. To stay updated about waking up closer to Tibet, don't forget to follow at HD Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. To listen to more podcasts, log on to hdsmartcast.com or suno ne nazariyese. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast.